Welcome to I Speak Human, a podcast about navigating the human experience by way of the stars. I'm your host, intuitive astrologer, Akashic record reader, and fellow human, Victoria Greer Stevens. Join me each week as we look to the stars to answer life's big questions. Who are we? Where are we going? And why are we here? This is I Speak Human. Welcome back to another episode of I Speak Human. I hope you guys had a fantastic holiday. I know I did. It was a little different. It's a little weird, but I'm really grateful for the time that I did get to have with family and friends, and it was really special. We actually celebrated Yule this year. It was very different and fun, and we also celebrated Christmas as we normally do, and New Year's has not happened yet, but that will be in a few days. I also had my birthday on the Great Conjunction, which was December 21st. I turned 31, so this has already been a really... I, the energy shifted pretty quick. I felt it, and obviously a lot of stuff was going on in the sky, but I felt my personal energy shift. and. It's been a lot of start and stops. It's been a lot of like surges of energy and then just feeling completely depleted. It's been, I feel like I have to go, go, go and get a lot of things done. And then all of a sudden, I don't even know which direction I'm going. So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting to this new energy. Something else that's been really interesting is I've, I've been channeling a lot more and I've been getting a lot of messages. Um, and I'll share, I may share some of those down the line right now. I feel like I need to just keep them private. But I did want to tune in today and get a message for you all before we get into the January forecast where I go through each week of the month of January and talk about the energy that's going on, what you can expect, how you can best use the energy, and also how you can take care of yourself. So if you are able to, I would love for you to join me in a short meditation before I deliver a message. Um, if So if you're driving down the road, just enjoy. But if you can, go ahead and close your eyes. Put your feet flat on the floor if you can. And just feel your body. Feel the way your body feels naturally. We so often say, okay, now let's breathe in for this amount and breathe out. And I think there's value in just seeing what's there, tuning into just how we're naturally, how we're naturally breathing, how we feel. If we're holding tension, how we're sitting. And if you need to adjust, if you're realizing, oh, you're not in a great position, like me, you can go ahead and adjust so you feel more aligned. Thank you for being on this planet with me. Thank you for coming in to this time and this dimension to be here. You are all so very vital and important and beautiful and sacred. 
You're so loved. I can feel energy just flowing through me of just unconditional love for you all. It's the universe just glowing for you. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. 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 You're not behind. You're not ahead. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. You didn't miss it. You can't miss it. You can't miss what the universe has for you. You can't miss the things that you've put into your vortex. You can't miss what is here for you. You can't miss that. You were given another chance in another form and another chance in another form. And this isn't a test. It's not linear. This is a cycle. We are in cycles. And we move through them and we evolve and we let go and we change and we shift and we morph. And for some of us, we're, we're okay with that. And for some of us, that's really painful. And for some of us, sitting still is painful and waiting is painful and being patient is painful while others of us can't quite, it takes a lot to get us going. Some of us can't, don't feel like we know how to stay focused on one thing long enough to get make it through and wherever you're at right this second i want you to just think about the pants or the skirt or the underwear or whatever maybe you're naked good for you if you're naked <laughs> that you have on think about the shirt or sweater or lack thereof or bra or tank top that you have on, the color of it, the feel of it. Think about the temperature in the room or the space that you're in, the sound you're hearing. And for a moment, just observe Anything that you're feeling on your body, you might, some of you might start feeling energy around certain points in your body. It might feel like pressure. It might feel like a cool air. It might feel like tingling. I'm feeling a pressure in my hands. It's, it's almost like I have a weight in my hands. It's really heavy, actually. And I feel it almost attached to my, my chest. I'm also feeling the surge of energy going down my foot, my right leg, and my toe is pulsing because of it. And as I say it to you, all of those are intensifying. So if you want to right now, just start saying where you're feeling energy on your body. Some of you might start feeling releases in different places in your body. If you are feeling any type of restriction or tension or holding or pain, I want you to send a few conscious breaths to that area of your body. 
just breathing in, thinking about that area of your body. Another couple deep breaths. Do that one more time. Deep breath in. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. You're the honeybee. You're the honeybee. You're going around and collecting nectar from different flowers and bringing them back to the hive, bringing them back to the hive to make something, to make something, to make something sweet, to make something that is long lasting, to make something that heals, to make something that nourishes, to make something that gives pleasure. Our job is to go around the flowers and soak up the sweetest nectar, to go around areas of our lives and extract the joy out of it. And whatever your hive looks like, maybe your hive is Instagram, maybe it's a podcast like me, maybe that's where you, you give back that, that nectar so that it can be made and it can be created into something else. Maybe you're a teacher and that's where you that's where you give it out. That's where your flow is. That's where your spark is. Or maybe it's not your spark, but it's what you're doing right now. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe you're a dad. Maybe you're a CEO or an author or a painter or a photographer. Wherever you, you find yourself in this 3D reality, maybe it's so many things and, you, and you're giving so much away. I want you to let that become the hive for a second. And then I want you to see yourself going around to different things in your life that bring you joy. They can be small. It can be a cup of coffee that you really take time to enjoy and take pleasure in. It can be a favorite pair of shoes that you just take time to give extra gratitude for but that it gives you something it gives you a little bit of happiness a little bit of joy maybe it's a show you like to watch or maybe it's maybe it is creativity maybe it's playing music or dancing or singing or whatever it is whatever brings you there's so many things and the more we have, the better, right? So whatever those things are that bring you joy right now, maybe it's a bubble bath. I want you to imagine yourself going around all those flowers and filling up, filling up, filling up, filling up, filling up, filling up. And I want you to see how much further what you have to give back is how much more it is, how much further it goes, how much better you feel, 
we so often ask so much of ourselves. We ask ourselves to push and do and create and make. And yet we give ourselves the bare minimum. We say, hey, I'll feed you. Hey, I'll let you sleep. Hey, I'll let you have some water. But only so much and only when it's convenient and only when I can fit it in my schedule. Because we don't understand that what we are giving out is determined by what we are taking in. The quality of what we're giving out to others is determined by what we're taking in. So to feel guilty about taking an hour off work to go take a bubble bath is not only illogical, but it's, it's confusing to your, you're causing yourself so much confusion because your body knows that, oh, you want me to work? Okay, I have to go get fuel then. Oh, you want me to do this? Okay, I got to go get my material, which is the energy, which how do I get energy from things I love that nourish me, that bring me joy? So if you're finding this week that you aren't able to focus and you're just not able to get yourself going. And for a lot of us, if you're like me, you may feel like this for a while. I felt like this for a while, guys, like months. It's been really difficult to keep myself, get myself going and keep myself going. And I keep asking more and more and more and more and more from myself. And recently I realized that I have to let my body and my mind and my spirit and my soul get what it needs. I'm asking for it to manifest a business, and yet I'm not willing to give it what it needs to do that. I'm saying, no, manifest this, and then I'll give you everything you need to manifest this. It's insane. But it's what I do. It's what a lot of us do. Because we're afraid. We're afraid if we stop. We're afraid if we take the time to fuel up that we won't be able to get it done. Or that it won't be enough. And a lot of us have been feeling like this, especially the last three years. Since Saturn went into Capricorn, there's been a shift in the way that we felt about what we need to be getting done in our lives and our accomplishments. Some of us transformed during that time and said, okay, well, I'm going to step back. I'm going to get what I need. And, and then some of us have struggled to do that. And there's no reason to judge yourself. No one's behind or ahead. We're all here learning different things on different journeys, on different paths. So I feel fine saying, yeah, I was one of those that still is struggling to take time for myself. 
I'm a Capricorn. This should surprise nobody. (laughs) But I'm spinning my wheels and I've been spinning my wheels. And so I've started recently just pausing when I need to pause, taking the time when I need to take the time, and trusting that the clients will show up, the money will be there. I can take a break. Even when the break feels illogical and my conscious mind is, or my my ego is going, no, you have to work this many hours. You have to get out this much content. You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to. But I am preparing for a marathon, not a sprint. I am preparing for a 10-year cycle that I want to build things that last, that matter. And I'm not going to rush myself so that when I get there, I can't enjoy it. (laughs) So take time for yourself today. Carve out space. We need you to take care of yourself. We need you to take care of yourself. If you have your eyes closed, you can go ahead and start opening your eyes and moving your fingers and toes. And just take another few deep breaths in, in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Two more times, in through the nose. And out through the mouth. Last time, in through the nose, and out through the mouth. You guys are amazing. You're beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode. And now we are going to get into the January 21st forecast. So grab a pen, grab some paper sit back, get comfy, take some notes. Um, If you're driving, can't do those things, just put on your thinking calf. (laughs) Welcome to 2021. First of all, we made it guys. Good for us. Happy to be here. I really want to start off by saying you're okay. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. I know this energy is crazy, and I know you guys have been feeling it all through the month of December. It's been building, and even though we're changing into a new year, just because the clock strikes 12 on January 1st does not mean that all of this energy stops. In fact, it's going to continue to build and intensify and transform, and we're going to look at 2020 as the year of a death and a rebirth and a year of getting back in alignment with ourselves. And sometimes getting back in alignment is really painful, especially when globally we're in the process of getting back into alignment with ourselves, our highest vibration. And it's painful. And a lot of our shadows are coming out. A lot of our shit's coming out. So be really patient with yourself. I know this energy, it's also, it's a really fast energy. And yet there's been a bit of a, 
almost a, like you can't quite get started. And now I feel like the energy is going really fast and we're so exhausted and burnt out from this Mars retrograde and honestly everything else astrologically and also of course of what's happening externally in our world. We're just exhausted and rather than expecting yourself to do things the old way, I invite you to do things a new way, do things a different way. Um, we have the opportunity right now to shift in a more Aquarian way of doing things. So let me first go and talk a little bit about what has happened with the Great Conjunction and Saturn moving into Aquarius. And what there are a lot of different cycles that are starting over and beginning and on around the end of December, one of those Jupiter goes into Aquarius. It Jupiter has a about a one year cycle, so it's been in Capricorn for most of all of 2020, and will be in Aquarius for most of 2020. Actually, we'll go into Pisces for a little bit. It will retrograde back into Aquarius, and then finally go back into Pisces at the end of the year. And then Saturn is completing a three-year cycle in Capricorn. So if you just got done with your Saturn return like I did, whoop, whoop, you got your Saturn in Capricorn. Congratulations, guys. We made it. We made it to the other side. Um, although I do feel like being, because Aquarius and Capricorn are both Saturn-rolled signs, I sometimes think that we feel both. Um, so I think a lot of the Saturn and Aquarius people were feeling our Saturn returns. And I think to some extent we may feel theirs. Um, we're all going to feel it because Saturn and Aquarius is in our chart somewhere. So regardless if this is your Saturn return or not, this is a big cycle shifting. We're moving from looking at government structures and looking at different organized, maybe organized religion, um, capitalism. We're looking, we're moving from focusing so much on that to focusing more on society and how to benefit the whole. Um, Aquarius is very focused on benefiting all of society in a very humanitarian way. It's very innovative in the way that it thinks. So Saturn's a lot more comfortable here than in Capricorn. So I think that we'll, we're going to feel that. And also Jupiter is a lot more comfortable in Aquarius than it is in Capricorn. Saturn does fine in Capricorn because it rules Capricorn. But um, I think Saturn and Aquarius is a it, it's 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 a little nicer of an energy. I think just because it's air versus Earth. But and the, so that those are a few of the cycles that we're ending, and then we're uh, starting and beginning and ending, and then we're starting another cycle that happens every 20 years. And that's when Saturn and Jupiter meet in the sky. And that's the great conjunction. Um, the last time this happened was in the year 2000. Um, before that was 1980 and so on. You can just go backwards in history. So this is a pretty big shift. Um, and we saw in the year 2000, we we had a, there was a big shift in uh, our evolution of humanity, the way we begin to see things. And we're going to continue to see that again with the great conjunction happening in Aquarius. But the bigger transition, the bigger transit that's happening is one that is shifting from earth to air. So these great conjunctions that happen, so Jupiter meeting Saturn in the sky, yes, they happen every 20 years. And what they ha they happen for about, um, I want to say close to 200 years, they happen in the same sign, or I mean the same modality. So they'll happen in 
earth. So it'll be earth signs, earth signs, earth signs. And then eventually it'll shift and it'll be air signs, air signs, air signs. And it's just, that's just mathematically how it works out. Granted, we did have a great conjunction in 1980 in Libra. And I like to say that's a bit of a preview of what's coming next because energy is not just a start and stop. So even if we look back to 1980, what was happening um, was the AIDS pandemic. And we we're really looking at social reform and how we're viewing people and also um, this disease that's spreading. And, you know, people were scared to touch people. And um, it was crazy. And there was all this mass hysteria about how, because we didn't understand HIV. We didn't, you know, so we thought, oh, we can get it from coughing on each other and all these crazy things. So unfortunately, a lot of people that contracted it were seen as outcast of society. Um, they were seen as dangerous, bad, because we didn't understand it. Um, and over time, we've we've begun, of course, to not only develop treatments for that, but also prevention, um, better education, and taking the stigma out of it as much. And then we see this again happening with COVID because, you know, we have a lot of fear around this. We don't understand. It's impacting all of society. And we're really having to change how we're doing things and how we're relating to one another and even just how we're going about our lives. So we can, but I don't want you to think that the next 200 years is just going to be about diseases, but it is going to be about, it could be, but I would say it's more going to be about themes of air. Um, So that's the internet. That is society again in general. It is forward thinking, Aquarian energy, it rules astrology. It also rules higher consciousness. So we're going to be seeing a huge shift in people becoming more interested in their own psyches, in their intuitive abilities. They are going to become a lot more interested in subjects like astrology, human design, gene keys, anything that's going to, that's from the stars or that's going to help us better understand ourselves. It's very Aquarian. Um, so, and then we're also going to see a big shift from traditional religion to more spirituality and more openness, and also a merging of spirituality with science. So it's not going to be this like woo-woo thing, but there's going to be a lot of scientific proof coming through. It's already starting to happen. We're also going to see a more focus on space, um, and we're again already seeing that happen, where we're now hearing that um, an Israeli official is saying that. There have been aliens for, and we know about them. We're communicating with them. We're working with them. And it's not like a crazy conspiracy theory. I mean, I don't know all the information, so I'm not saying this is 100% true. But from what I can tell, there is some legitimacy to it. And it's at least something to think about um, because I think this is something we're going to start seeing. I think that I do personally believe they're aliens. I do think that we've been in contact with them. Um, You're welcome to your own opinion about that. But I think that that subject is going to come up and we're going to focus more on space and what else is out there. And I'm really excited about that. There's a lot of other things I think that are going to be happening, Um, but we're also shifting into the Aquarian age. And now that we've been shifting into the Aquarian age for a while and actually have a bonus episode coming out for you this month. Well, it's not really a bonus, but there's a fifth Friday. So you get a bonus episode um, coming out at the end of this month, all about the Aquarian age. And I spoke with a wonderful healer, intuitive, 
um, mystic ascension guide. She's fantastic. I'm really excited for you guys to hear. I don't, I honestly cannot, her title is so insane and I love, I love it. It's, but I can't remember what it is because it's so otherworldly and progressive and beyond, but we do talk about it in the episode. Um, But yeah, you'll definitely want to tune into that and hear more about the Aquarian age and what the ages even are. And I'm really excited. We go through like the age of Aries and Leo and Cancer and and go through like what was happening in those ages all the way through to today in the age of Aquarius. So want to learn more about that, make sure to tune into that episode. But without further ado, we're going to get into the forecast for January 2021. So one of the... So We start out the month and the sun is in Capricorn. We already have had the shift to Jupiter and Saturn and Aquarius. So you're probably starting to feel that energy pick up. So on the first significant transit is on January 5th, Mercury will be conjuncting Pluto. So we'll be meeting in the sky. Mercury is your mental activity and Pluto is death and rebirth. Um, It's an intensity. So you can expect to have more depth and intensity to your communication and thinking. This is actually a really good time to start therapy um, because it's Pluto is all about getting in the underneath. um, And then Mercury is your mind and your mental activity and what you think about. So getting in there with somebody and having them go under like the depths of what's going on. Um, You may, this is a really great energy to uncover things um, with, but also be aware that this could be, if you do struggle with depression or anxiety, this could intensify this a bit um, because again, Pluto's that intensity. So just be aware, practice self-care, ground. Uh, I would say maybe watch what you say as well. You might find you saying things that you don't mean, or they maybe you mean them, but you said them in a way that was way more intense than you meant. Uh, so just be aware of that around that date. The next day, Mars on January 6, 2020, Mars is going to enter the sign of Taurus. So, which, <laughs> and like, praise God, and uh, hmm, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> so because Mars has been in the sign of Aries for so freaking long, it's been in the sign of Aries since September, and then it retrograded. Mars normally stays in a sign, I want to say about a month um, so having a having Mars stay in a sign that long and retrograding, especially in Aries, it's really felt this is this burnout I was talking about. So we've really been feeling this like, you know, um, emergency break on and pressing down on the gas. So feeling that push pull uh, and needing to go forward of Aries and then feeling really restricted from also it's been sca- squaring Saturn a lot in Capricorn over the, that time. So feeling a slowdown. So Mars entering in Taurus, you're not going to want to start anything new during this time. So I'd say, you know, January would be a really great month to maintain and figure out systems to help things keep going, sustain things for the everyday. It's not a great month. I know it's the beginning of the year. So everybody's like, I want to start everything. So I'd say if you want to start something, start it before uh, January 6th. So Mars entering in Taurus, we're going to feel a slowing down of energy and you're going to start focusing less on the like, oh, I want to go do this and I want to go run and I want to, you know, make all these things happen into more sustaining and how to maintain the things that you're wanting to do every day. What this is also going to start is a round of squares with Saturn again. So we're going to feel that 
tension. And depending on where Mars and Saturn are in your chart, so where Aquarius and Taurus are in your chart, you're going to feel that differently. If you're interested to know more about that, book a reading with me and we can get into the details about your specific chart. And then on the 8th, Venus is going to enter Capricorn. So Venus has been in Sagittarius, so that gives us a bit more we want to connect with people, we want to chat, we want to talk, which is really fun over the holidays. Not so fun during a pandemic when we have to limit so much of that. But it's it's um, we're relating to people in a unique way. We might meet new you know new interesting people. Would be Venus in Cap or Sagittarius, and then when Venus goes into Capricorn, we're gonna be a lot more pragmatic about who we're meeting and who we're spending our time with. So this might be a time when maybe to get a mentor or a coach or someone that can really help you get on track. Uh, you're also going to become a lot more pragmatic with pro pragmatic with your money. So especially with Mars in Taurus. January is a really big month to focus on money. Um, also on that date, Mercury is going to enter Aquarius. Um, so a lot more original thinking and rules are made to be broken. So yeah, get a money coach around this time. If you've never worked, if you've been wanting to work with any type of a coach, I think this could be a really fun time to do that. Um, Around and then on January 9th, Mercury is squaring Mars. You might find yourself a little bit more aggressive um, and quick tempered. And this isn't a great time to make decisions. And you're also likely to start fights. So be aware uh, January 9th and up leading up to that day. And, you know, a few days before, a few days after, you might be feeling that tension. This can also just create some general anxiety or frust just frustration in mentally and maybe even some not great self-talk. That day also Venus is trining Mars. So normally I would say this is a great time to date and connect with people. But because of that Mercury square Mars, I would say let's hold off on that. <laughs> you might find that you go out on a date with somebody or you chat with somebody and you're like starting a bunch of arguments about politics. And you're like, what the hell was I thinking? That was not good. Uh, so maybe use this energy to start a creative project. The, again, trines are flowing transits. I've talked about that before and you have to activate them. So if you want to get the most out of this transit, um, start new creative projects. And that also could be maybe a nice way to handle some of that Mercury-Mars energy. Um, on the 10th, Mercury is conjuncting Saturn. I'm laughing because I'm like, Whew, all you Gemini risings are probably going to be really feeling this week. So just be aware. If you're a Gemini rising or a Gemini moon, actually, if you're a Gemini or a Virgo, sun, moon, or rising, um, I would say probably the week of the 8th, it, it's going to be a pretty dynamic week for you guys. I think some good stuff. Um, also, this can be for everyone, but specifically for you all, you're going to notice this, especially if this is hitting your chart closely. Um, this particular week, Mercury conjuncting Saturn is occurring on the 10th. Um, so <laughs> you're going to see the worst in everything. That's going to be for all of us too. So just know on the 10th, this is not a great time to really reflect on what you've done and what you've accomplished, unless it's in a way where you're looking for things you need to improve. Like if you can, if that's your mindset and you're like, I need to look into areas of my life that I can make better or my business or whatever. Cool. Do that on that date because you're going to be really, really critical. This is not a great time to start evaluating your life, where you've been, where you're going, if you're doing enough, because Saturn is going to tell you you're not. It's going to be like, no, everything sucks. Every, you're doing everything wrong and you're going to feel a little bit more serious about things. So this isn't a good time to make decisions. This is a really good time to do a lot of research though. So 
do your research. If you're wanting to start something, if you're wanting to buy something, whatever, do a lot of research on this day. You'll be able to really scrutinize and cut the bullshit. Um, the next day on the 11th, Mercury is conjuncting Jupiter. So this is actually kind of nice. So that's going to make that Mercury-Saturn conjunction that we talked about earlier a bit more bearable because Mercury conjuncting Jupiter, Jupiter is the complete opposite of Saturn. Saturn is constriction. It's, um, it's, it's the rules. It's limits. It's doing the right thing. It's time. It's a time planet. It wants you to do things really slowly and make sure it's right. Jupiter's expansion, optimism, um, growth. So faith and Saturn's pragmatic and wants the facts. So this, this might balance out the energy, um, or it could feel like you're being pulled in two different directions mentally, where you feel really, really optimistic. And also you're looking at all the things that could go wrong. So Best way to kind of balance, you know, balance out this energy is maybe start new. I would say research. Honestly, I, I put for Jupiter to start like new studies or a new course load or something. So anything like that, anything that you can like learn, absorb information. Um, this is a great time for that. Again, not a great time to evaluate your life um, and make a ton of decisions Jupiter transits are generally pretty good for making decisions, but because of the Saturn transit, I would be hesitant um, be unless it's something that you've been thinking about for a long time and you've already had this in the works, and that's cool. It's not like a Mercury retrograde. Okay, and then on the 12th, Mercury is squaring Taurus or, or is squaring Uranus in the sign of Taurus. Again, guys, whew. This week, Mercury is really going to town. It's going through it. And this is going to be a theme we're going to see. Anytime a planet hits a fixed sign this year, it's going to kind of go through the ringer for a week. So we're all going to feel it at some point. So just wait for your turn. This this week uh, on the 12th, Mercury people are feeling it. People with heavy Mercury placements. Again, and if you're a Taurus or if you're Aquarius, you're going to be feeling all of this as well. Or, or if you have sun, moon rising and those signs. Um, so Mercury squaring Uranus, it's excitement, it's change, it wants innovation, wants innovative thinking, but it also can bring up some nervous tension. So, and some mishaps. And so I would say the best name of the game for around this time, January 12th, keep it flexible. Maybe hold off on any important meetings. It's likely that, you know, this is a transit where it's possible to get flat tires, your car break down, miscommunication um, about times. But it also is something where you unexpectedly run into someone you didn't know and you have this amazing opportunity and something wonderful happens from it. So that's also Mercury squaring Uranus. So really good stuff can happen, but it's kind of Uranus isn't good or bad. It just shakes things up. So it's kind of like shakes things up. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes it shakes things up and you're like, shit, it's not what I wanted to happen. So I, I have a lot of Uranus energy in my chart. Sun, my son is conjunct Uranus. And I'll tell you, I am in flow the best. So take it from a Uranus person. I am in flow the best when I am flexible and open and have a loose plan. If I don't have any plan, I will get very erratic and just go all over the place and can't get anything done. But if I have a loose plan, like, okay, I want to get a podcast episode recorded today. I want to do some social media content. Um, I also want to decorate my office. So these are things that I've been thinking about doing today. And 
I didn't decide, okay, I have to do this at this time. I have to do this at this time. I just kind of flowed with the energy of, okay, this is a good, oh, I'm feeling this is a good time to do this now. I'm feeling, you know, this is a good time to do this. And if I'm so insistent of, okay, at 12 o'clock, I have to record. I have to record and I have to record this much for this long. Not a great energy. So be flexible, go with the flow. If meetings get canceled, don't get shocked. (laughs) You might also find yourself having more creative, innovative ideas. So keep a notepad handy just in case you come up with a genius concept. The next day on January 13th, we have a new moon in Capricorn. So this is a really good time establishing long-term career goals. It's a wonderful time for manifestation. So manifestation around money, manifestation around career, business. So the 13th new moon, set your intentions. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Follow me on Instagram um, at Victoria G. Stevens and We'll talk about some different ceremonies and rituals that you can do around this new moon to activate that Capricorn energy. And if you are a Capricorn sun, moon, or rising, highly suggest using this. I am. I have a ton of planets in Capricorn. Uh, so this is a really dynamic time. So on that same day, Mars is squaring Saturn. So this is going to be that intense energy of slowing down, speeding up. So you're going to Saturn's or Mars is going to say, go fast, get everything done. Go, 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 go. Hear all your desires that you want. And then Saturn's going to be like, nope, hold the phone. Uh, You may also find resistance with male authorities. You may feel like you can't move forward. So focus on what you have as far as like what you're working on. Don't try to start new projects, but this is, again, I said the new moon in Capricorn. So focus on what you have and what you don't have rather than trying to make it happen, manifest it. Here's the thing. In this new energy of Aquarius, we can't make shit happen. We, everyone is going to have to get wise to manifestation or else they're going to continue to burn out because we are no longer in earth energy, which is do, make, create. We are in air energy, which is innovation, moving forward. It's also creating by way of air, meaning thoughts, meaning beliefs, even again, like the internet. So you know, like if you send, it's the difference between sending a virtual piece of mail versus an, or me, I'm sorry, a physical piece of mail versus an email. Um, so it's not something physical that you're going to be doing. It's more the ideas and the belief systems. And that's how we're going to rise in this, in this Aquarian age. And that's how we're going to really thrive. So everyone is going to get wise to manifestation because the old energy of forcing it and making it happen does not work in this energy. So this is just how it's going to be. So go ahead, get, get wise to it. Start learning how to work with the energy because the sooner you work with the energy, the more you'll be in flow. Um, And then on the 14th, January 14th, Uranus is going direct up, just talked about all this progress, all this change, all this innovation, we're going to feel it even more around this time. So January is we're going to really just kick off the year a ton is happening in the month of January, really, the first quarter of the year is so, so, so dynamic. So be ready to change, be ready for progress, be ready to move forward. Also be ready to give up the things that you thought that needed to be the way they are. So 
maybe you're really set that you have to have this type of job or you have to do this type of thing or you know you have to live in this type of city or whatever be open to change or maybe even your routine maybe it's you know or the way you're communicating with people or the belief systems you have Uranus wants change, growth, movement forward. And the more that, and the more resistant we are to that, the more resistant we are to letting go of our old belief systems and our old ways of being, the more frustrated we're going to feel. And that's going to continue. So let starting to, you know, let go, move forward, flow with your energy. That's, that's what the name of the game is, guys. Um, on January 17th, Jupiter is forming a square to Uranus. This is a this is a change in direction. There's a big opportunities for you here, but there's also big potential losses. I also want to be cautious around this time because this is a time when you, yeah, you're going to be a lot more open to new ideas, but you also are a lot more susceptible to bullshit. So there's a, I wrote down that there's a couple cult leaders that have this placement in their chart. So being seduced with faulty information, conspiracy theories, um, or believing something absolutely crazy that you've never believed before is really possible around that date. So just be aware, you know, around January 17th, it's probably not the day to go dive down deep into the world of conspiracy theories because you're likely to kind of get sucked in. On January 19th, the sun's going to enter Aquarius. That's just going to put even more light on all of the things that are happening this year. So there's going to, I, I kind of almost feel like this is maybe not the peak energy, but this, this is a big point because all of a sudden, all of this pressure and this energy that we've been feeling moving from Saturn and Jupiter and all these squares that are happening and Mercury is also in here at this point. All of a sudden, the sun's going to get shine, shown on it, and it's going to be something we're really going to look at. Right now, I think we're kind of feeling it. Like we're feeling this push-pull, maybe some stuff starting to happen, but mostly right now, I think it's it's the energy building. But as the sun begins to shine on these planets in January 19th, we're going to see more focus on this. So all whatever whatever is changing and shifting and moving forward, whatever you're manifesting right now, you're going to get a surge of energy around the 19th. So that's just kind of a fun thing to know. Um, also things that maybe you're holding on to and not letting go of and not evolving and not moving forward with, you're also going to, those are going to be very brought to your attention. Um, on the 20th, Mars is conjuncting Uranus. Um, so here, this is a fun transit and also be a little cautious with this transit. Definitely not a good time for risk taking. Don't do reckless things around the state because accidents are a lot more likely. Um, granted, adventure is really fun. So safe adventure, meeting new people, um, new types of work, anything that's stimulating or different. Uh, this is also a really good time to get a little kinky. So if, if you want to get a little kinky in the bedroom or even the way you're dressing or the way that you're expressing yourself. And the reason I encourage you to do this, when we have transits like Mars conjuncting Uranus, that energy is going to show up in your life. It can show up in a car accident or, you know, you making a big mistake or you taking a risk and losing a bunch of money. It can show up like that. It can also show up in a really innovative, fun way where it enhances your sex life or it enhances your self-expression or even 
maybe the things that you want to manifest. Maybe you like all of a sudden you're like, oh, I really want this all of a sudden. Like write that shit down, manifest it, girl or guy. Um, But you want to use that energy in a positive way because it's going to show up in your life. So when I say things like, okay, yeah, this is a really great time to, you know, meditate or this is a really great time to get into your sexuality or be creative. Use that energy for that, especially when they're conjunctions or squares or oppositions, because otherwise the energy is going to show up in your life and it may not be in a way that you want it to. So not to scare you, but it even, even just down to like Mercury squaring Uranus of like that mental tension. Like you can use that energy to bring around a lot of change and excitement. But if you're holding on and you're trying to keep everything in order and you're clenching your ass cheeks together, that's you're going to have a lot of tension and resistance. So not to scare you, it's just the weather. So, hey, if you go outside without an umbrella on this date, you're going to get wet. Um, if you stay indoor and a trine and a sextile is more like it's sun shining outside you could go play but if you stay inside you might not even notice it so those are energies that you can kind of ignore if you want to but I say like why why ignore a beautiful day this can add so much value and hope into your life but honestly for the month of January we don't have a lot of trines so our flowing energy um January 23rd Mars is squaring Jupiter. This is a lot of energy to start new projects. Um, this might be an interesting to try to start new projects with Mars and Taurus. Um, it may be a time where you expand the projects you already have versus trying to start new ones. Um, but you'll definitely see some expansion around that time. Also, you may need to burn off some energy. This is likely to bring up a whole lot of energy January 23rd. Uh, January 24th, the sun is conjuncting to Saturn. So you're going to feel a slowdown of your energy around that time. So you might feel a bit of a start stop a lot in January where you have a lot of energy, a lot's going forward. And then all of a sudden you're like stopped in your tracks. Um, Again, flow with the energy. When you need to rest, rest. When you need to work, work. Um, Sun conjuncting Saturn it does bring a very strong awareness of our limitations. We might become very, very aware of everything we're not doing right, um, especially in the area of that Aquarius or the house that Aquarius is in your chart. And you also may become very critical of those things in your life. So just be aware, son. It's not. It's not a negative thing. It's just. It's, it, it can be a slowing down of our energy and our vitality and our essence. And it can also be like all these ideas and dreams that you've been having, you know, from this time into January, all of a sudden around the 24th, sun conjuncts Saturn. And it's like, okay, how the hell am I actually going to do this? And then you're being asked to get really serious about what you're wanting to do. And then two days later on the 26th, the sun is squaring Uranus. So this, um, you may find you expressing yourself a little bit differently. This is again, one of those transits that it is possible to have accidents, um, have some nervous tension, anxiety. Uh, this is a, Uranus is a very like nervy energy, so you might feel like just restlessness in your body. Um, so move, move your body. Um, 
drink a lot of water, stay grounded on the 28th, especially because two days later on the 28th, we have a full moon in Leo. Um, this is all about self. Leo is all about self-expression and it's all about creativity and it's letting your light shine and letting yourself be seen. Um, and so I, and with this opposing all of this new energy, I think this could be a really dynamic time of where are you hiding? You know, asking yourself that question, where am I hiding? What are the things that I need to let go of so that my light can shine and I can benefit the whole? That's what this full moon is going to be really about. So I highly, highly encourage you sign up for a full moon ceremony. If I'm doing one, it'll be on my Instagram. I'm, I don't say that I do them every month as of right now because I don't. Sometimes I do them, sometimes I don't. Um, but there's so many amazing full moon ceremonies. Definitely follow me. Um and I can direct you to some of those. So yeah, and full moons are a time uh, great for charging your crystals um, and also releasing what's no longer serving you. So I love a good, love a good salt bath, love a lot of meditation and ritual work on just letting go. Um, so on this day, I think this could be a really fun day to write down the things that are hi- your, that are keeping you hidden, keeping you small, whether that's fears, beliefs, whatever, and put them in a fire um, because fire is transformative and it's also letting go and surrendering. So letting go of those things and Leo is fire. So what better way to celebrate a Leo full moon than to do a little fire magic Also on that day, Venus is conjuncting Pluto. So this is going to be a big day. That's So Venus is how we relate to others. It's also our possessions. It's our money. Um, And then Pluto is that death, resurrection, rebirth energy. Um, So there's going to be an intensity to relationships around this time. With Capricorn, I can see it even being like business partnerships. You might see this could be a time where you – all of a sudden make a lot more money. It could also be a time where your finances become a bit of an obsession or you see things that have to change or things do shift dramatically around that time. Um, But it's also a really good time to intensify your connection with your partner, uh, with with whoever you are intimate with, and even the intimacy level with yourself of just getting really raw and open and vulnerable. Uh, Spiritual work's really amazing around this time. So and that's again on the same day as the full moon. So saying even asking yourself like where am I keeping myself small in relationships and where am I keeping myself small with money and where am I not being seen in those areas? Am I hiding myself in my relationship? Am I hiding myself from my partner? Am I hiding myself from the universe um, that abundance is not flowing to me and using that energy to let some of that go? On the 29th, the sun is conjuncting Jupiter. So I think that's kind of a nice way to round off the month. Um, that's a that's going to be a lot of energy, just like a big burst of energy, of expansion, of optimism, of growth. Um, there's pro- likely to feel really positive around that date. Um, granted, we are still going to be coming off the full moon and that Venus conjunct Pluto. So it might not be like this just... If this was just a regular Jupiter conjunct Saturn, I would say, or sorry, Jupiter conjunct the sun, I would say, you're just going to feel so optimistic and open and expansive and wanting to travel. But because of some of these more intense transits that are happening before that, it's likely that, yes, you may feel that way, but also you feel the weight and the 
the intensity of what's happening. So it's not going to be all sunshine and butterflies, but it, it is going to be this really beautiful opening up expansion of yourself. And then on January 30th, Mercury is go Mercury goes retrograde in the sign of Aquarius. So all of the things that we've been working on, looking at over the course of January, you're going to start re reviewing, looking at not just those things, but definitely the, the new energy that's been starting. You're going to start reevaluating over this course of this retrograde. And so Mercury retrogrades, we're going to talk more about this in the February because really this is just happen- this is happening on like the last couple days of January. So it's not going to affect your January too much. Granted, the shadow phase does happen before it, so you might start noticing it. Um, I always tell my Gemini risings, my Virgo risings, or my Virgo suns and moons, uh, Gemini suns and moons, that you're going to feel your Mer- the Mercury retrogrades probably the most. Um, also, if you have significant planets in the sign of Aquarius, you're likely to feel that. Um, as well, or other fixed signs. And we'll talk more about that later. Um, If you're curious how it affects your chart personally, again, sign up for a reading with me and we can chat about that. But so there's, there's going to be a time of, so we're going to, so right now we're like building energy, building energy, building energy. Mars is going to go into Taurus. We're going to feel a bit of a slowdown. We're going to feel this like need to review, look at everything. I mean, not, sorry, not review, uh, need to like keep things going, make things better. You're going to have a lot of expansion, a lot of movement, a lot of shifting over the month of January. And then at the end, it's going to be time to review and reassess and, you know, look at your mindsets, look at what Mercury's kind of gets its ass kicked over January. It's, it, it's facing off with a lot of intense planets. So there's a lot of mindset stuff is going to come up, like how you're thinking, how you're viewing the world. So the things that you're running into that like you're getting in your way, once this Mercury retrograde comes, this is a really great time to start looking at those things and say, okay, enough is enough. I'm tired of my bullshit mentality about money or relationships or my career or whatever, or my spirituality, or I'm going to really get in and look at where do these beliefs come from? How can I shift them? How can I change them? And Lots of other things you can do with Mercury as well, Mercury retrogrades as well. But um, it, that's one of my favorite ways to use them is look at how my mindset and how I'm thinking and how I'm communicating with myself and others. So that concludes the January energy forecast. I'm also going to be coming out with a 2021 forecast where I'm going to go through all of the months of 2021. If you are dying to hear just a preview of that, you can head over to the Modern Bohemian podcast where I went on there with my friend Kristen. She's been on here, the human design reader. She just heard her in the last episode. And I go on there and talk about the energy of 2021 and what's going on. I don't go into detail of like every single month, every single thing. And I'm not sure I'll do that in this episode either. Because I find it to be very overwhelming for people to try to conceptualize an entire year looking at it week to week to week to week to week. So absolutely be tuning in every month for the energy forecast like today. Um, But I'll more go over the themes of each month for 2021. But again, if you're just dying and want to hear 
I think it actually is going to, it'll be released by the time this episode comes out. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you're curious about your personal birth chart, please book a reading with me, victoriagreerstevens.com. Go to services, astrology, and book a general for our general birth re- chart reading. I also have soul purpose readings where we go through and identify why you're here, um, career, things like that. Um, we can also do, I also offer a chart your course where we go through each month of 2021 and look at significant dates and transits for you. So you can know personally for you what's going to be happening, how this energy is going to be affecting you. And you can plan your year to be the best year that it can be. Guys, take care of yourself. I know this energy is really intense. Take some salt baths, drink water, get sleep, limit your screen time, limit your screen time, limit your screen time. And it's okay to say no. I think that's a really, as this energy continues to pick up, there are going to be more and more and more and more opportunities and more ways to give your energy away. And I just want to encourage you, it's yours. You're allowed to protect it. In fact, you're required to protect it. And you're allowed to take time for yourself. You're allowed to take up space. You're allowed to put a push a pause button and not push so hard and get back into alignment with yourself. This, you know, this age of I'm just going to push through and hustle, it's over, guys. It's not going to be supportive anymore. That doesn't mean I'm saying don't work. I'm just saying get into alignment, get into flow before you get on your computer, before you respond to that email, get connected with yourself. And and a lot of times we don't want to do that because our self says, I really need a break. <laughs> I really need to take a nap. And we're like, no, I need to do this. And I encourage you to do it. Listen to yourself. You are smarter than you know. If you will listen to yourself, your life will start flowing exponentially better, but it may go against what society or your ego says you need to be doing. So that's all about that for now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe, review it, post it to your Instagram, send it to a friend. Um, This, I think, everybody has seemed to really enjoy the December energy forecast. So I think this is a fun episode for you all to help you plan out your month and just also refer back to it. I know that's for a lot of people when they first listen to it in the month, they're like, okay, cool, great. Like, I mean, should I like write all this in my calendar? Sure, do it. Awesome. Um, But also in the show notes, I have a list of all the transits and when they're going to be occurring. And keep so refer back to this episode over the month, especially if you're having like a weird week. Um, and you're feeling a little off or and you're like, what's wrong? What's going on? Likely, it's something that we talked about in today's episode and you're not crazy. <laughs> and there is a way to work with this energy that is beneficial to you. There's always a way to work with an energy that's beneficial. So don't ever be afraid of it. I don't buy that shit. Um, we're not a victim to the stars. This is just the stars are letting we We figured out this pattern. We figured out this rhythm. Therefore, we can align with that pattern and that rhythm and become more flowing with the universe. So if you have any questions or podcast suggestions or anything like that, please reach out to me um, at I Speak Human podcast on Instagram. 
And again, you can connect with me at Victoria G. Stevens on Instagram. My website's victoriagreerstevens.com. All of this will be in the show notes. So if you're driving on the road, don't feel like, you know, doing all that right now. It's okay. Go back to it later. I hope you guys have an amazing start to your 2021. You are powerful. This is going to be such an amazing year. I'm so excited about it. Let's get into alignment. Let's get into flow and let's kick ass this year in in the most aligned of ways. Have a fantastic week. Bye.